0: Soboleski, and welcome to another edition of PEM Currents, the Pediatric Emergency Medicine Podcast. Those of you that follow my blog, pemblog.com, will notice that sometimes the topics of the blog posts echo those of the podcast. I do that for a reason. I want to make sure that I get the content out to readers and listeners and really match the modalities that you, the site visitors and the podcast listeners, want to hear. So today, I thought I'd tackle the use of ondansetron for acute gastroenteritis-associated vomiting. We all give it, but why? I think it's important to understand from our own side of things, the evidence behind why we give this oft-prescribed and oft-administered medication, and it's also important to be able to describe its effects to patients and families. So briefly, ondansetron, also known as Zofran, is a serotonin 5-HT3 receptor antagonist. These receptors are located at the end of the vagus nerve in the gut and brain. These nerve terminals are associated with vomiting. Serotonin is a chemical that is produced. If you block it, you prevent vomiting. That is as far as I will go in terms of molecular biology. The dose is generally 0.15 milligrams per kilogram PO or IV you've got Oral Solution or ODT, the Oral Dissolving Tablet. If you wanna keep things even simpler, you could dose in the following manner. So two milligrams for kids weighing eight to 15 kilograms, four milligrams for children 15 to 30 kilos, eight milligrams for children greater than 30 kilos. There are some side effects, the most common one being diarrhea. Kids can get allergic or skin reactions, usually just hives. There's also headache, constipation, fever. These have all been described but the diarrhea is the one that we see most commonly. It is certainly contraindicated in patients at risk for malignant hyperthermia and in those with a history of a prolonged QTC or on QTC prolonging drugs. EKG changes can occur with all 5-HT3 antagonists, so anything that's in that Cetron class, you got to watch out. It might also be a good idea to avoid giving it in patients with hypokalemia or hypomagnesemia. This can potentiate the effects on the QTC. Otherwise, it's a pretty safe drug to give. So there's some evidence behind using it. And it's not surprising to listeners of this podcast and readers of the blog that I'm going to go to a systematic review as the main linchpin as to how I discuss the benefits of this drug. And the one that I'll reference is DeCamp et al. from JAMA Pediatrics in 2008. They looked at 11 total trials of antiemetics to reduce vomiting in kids with gastro. Six of them compared Ondansetron to placebo. If you'd like to learn more about these six individual studies, check them out on penblog.com. You can search for Ondansetron. But I think the important take-home is that the authors of this systematic review were able to take the combined data from these six studies, stretching over the time period of 1997, way on up to 2008 in the distant past, and determined that ondansetron really did three things for our patients. The first one is obvious, it's vomiting. You already know that it helps kids stop puking. So in the systematic review versus placebo, in five of the six trials, ondansetron was associated with a decreased risk of further vomiting. So the relative risk was 0.45. Since that relative risk is less than 1, it means that the risk is decreased. The confidence interval for that was 0.28 to 0.62, so relatively precise. So the take-home for your patients and families is that those kids that got Zofran, as compared to placebo, had a 50% reduction in their risk of further episodes of vomiting. That's pretty good. Then, the study looked at need for IV fluids. Again, patients that got on Dancitron, as compared with placebo, had a reduced need for IV fluids. The relative risk was 0.41, with a confidence interval between 0.28 and 0.62. Again, a pretty precise and effective measurement. And finally, on Dancitron versus placebo was also associated with a significantly decreased risk of immediate hospital admission. The relative risk was 0. 0.52, confidence interval, pretty narrow. So, the bottom line is that there's a 50% reduction in the risk of further episodes of vomiting, need for IV fluids, and the risk of immediate emission in patients that get on Dancitron as opposed to those that got placebo. So, you can take that back to patients and families and let them know. This is why we are giving a child this medicine as opposed to sticking a line in them and give them fluids immediately. So there is the caveat that kids that get on Dancitron may have a greater risk of returning to the ED. This was demonstrated in a retrospective review by Sturm et al., and they looked at 34,000 children that had a diagnosis of acute gastroenteritis and vomiting. That's a lot of puke almost 60% of that cohort received ondansetron. Now the primary aim of that study was to look and see if ondansetron could mask an alternative diagnosis, such as appendicitis, intussusception, bacteremia, pyelonephritis, or brain tumor by controlling vomiting and thus limiting symptoms in the parent's ability to pick up on changes. Though there was a slightly higher risk of return to the emergency department if the patients got ondansetron, there was no difference in the percentage of patients who were admitted after returning to the ED, having an alternative diagnosis versus still maintaining that diagnosis of gastroenteritis. So in essence, ondansetron did not mask another diagnosis. Now getting back to agents for emesis, it does not appear that there is good evidence for the other antiemetics, such as promethazine or metoclopramide. So I recommend, and many authorities recommend, ondansetron for children. Though the aforementioned studies were done in a pediatric emergency department setting, one could presume that giving ondansetron in an office or urgent care setting to children with mild to moderate dehydration in the face of an illness with vomiting, mostly acute gastroenteritis, can prevent further episodes of vomiting, reduce the risk of the patient needing IV fluids, and reduce the risk of immediate admission to the hospital. So that's all I've got on on ondansetron and vomiting. If you want to learn more, you can check us out at Pemblog.com. This has been Brad Sobolewski. Thanks for listening.